close relationship with them and want to know how to achieve it. Here's your host, Ivory Lanoue, renowned angel communicator. Do you want to know more about angels? Are you ready to level up your spiritual journey? Then you are going to love my inner circle and Patreon. Membership includes great benefits like virtual workshops, mentoring programs, topical videos, interesting posts, a supportive, like-minded community, discounted sessions with me, and access to a library of videos and posts on topics you care about like angels, spirituality, healing, and personal growth. Join and begin your spiritual expansion today. That's the Angel Room Inner Circle on Patreon. Hi, I'm Ivory Lanou, and today I have a special guest. This is Dr. Beth Ann Kapansky Wright, and she's a clinical psychologist. She also does Akashic Records reading, and she's going to talk about that and how angels are involved. First, I do want to say hello to my listeners in Kishanao, Moldova. Thank you so much for tuning in. I there, there's a whole lot of you there. I, you must be getting together and having a club watching the show. But thank you so much for supporting. I appreciate you being here. Um, I've known Beth Ann for years now, and it's so funny because I I've been involved in spiritual work for a long time and in spiritual studies for even longer, but I really had never dived into Akashic Records. So you, Beth Ann, are the one who really got me interested in this. And I know there's probably a lot of people out there who who heard of it and don't really know what it is. Could you talk about that? Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm delighted to be here and to join everybody. I love this topic so much. <laughs> so the Akashic Records are they're such an interesting concept because um, I kind of fell into learning about them um, just kind of word of mouth from somebody who did readings. And she'd had such a good experience with this reader that I wanted to go get one. And I had no idea what I was stepping into. And I had no idea at the time that I was stepping into something that would eventually become a calling for me and something that I was deeply passionate about. But the records themselves are they're energetic. So this isn't something that exists in tangible form, but the easiest way for us to conceptualize them is either as like a giant library where every book on life and our experiences and our history, you know, that was ever written is in that library. The other way we might think about them is a giant database where every program ever created that talks about the history of humankind and creation and all of that is in that database. And how it applies to us personally is we are able to access our personal records and our personal um, book of life, if you want to call it that, to receive information that helps us understand our past and our present and what might come to be in the future since it's still being written. So it's a beautiful way to tap into energetic and spiritual information that is similar in some ways to um, psychic information and angelic information, but it presents a little bit differently than those. 
Um, and it's either lovely. The energy of them's lovely. I love working with them. You know, it's funny you say that. Like I've only heard Akashic Records described as a giant library, this cat, very tall, big library with just books, books, books. How do you see it? My sense of the records has shifted during the time that I've been working with them. And originally I'd heard the library metaphor too, so that um, a lot of times if we've heard a metaphor, it's how we tend to conceptualize something because we form a thought construct with that. But the more I've worked with them, the more that I've come to see them as, um, I'll still see them as kind of a metaphorical library. But my understanding of them is that it's not just pulling a book off of a shelf and reading about that experience the records themselves really code the energetic frequency of an experience. So it's a little bit like if you were to ask me, what is it like to live on the island of Kauai? And I could tell you, or what if I was able to take the energy of that and to hand over to you my sense of experiences, the things that are beautiful about it, things that might be difficult about living on a small island in the Pacific, um, the ups, the downs, the challenges, the feelings, all of it. And I could just hand you that energetic experience and you could step into it for just a little bit and know what it is to feel some of the things that I've experienced here. That kind of experience is so much different than just reading a book about it. So the records are really experiential. So even though I might imagine them still as a library with many, many floors, and not all of them are able to be accessed, there's restricted sections in that library. But when you pull that book out, you have to understand that you are receiving an immersive experience about whatever it is that you are reading about or tapping into within the codes of the records. Yeah, I'm finding myself thinking back when I recently had you, Bethann, do an Akashic Records reading for me on a specific topic. And it was a very interesting experience. And I still keep that situation has resolved, thankfully. And I keep thinking back to that reading, like, I think that this is so valuable um, what I was kind of surprised by, it, it seemed like it was almost like combining a psychic reading, so using intuitive with angels, with this vast library of information. And so it was layered. I felt like yes. that reading was very layered. That's a really good way. Thank you for sharing your experience with that. Um, that's a beautiful way to look at it. It's almost like multidimensional information. And one of the things that I always say, I've been asked before, what's the difference between like getting a message from an angel or getting psychic information versus the records themselves? And I always say that an angel or psychic information is a little bit if somebody like reads a book or watches a movie and they tell you about it. And you go have a cup of coffee and they say, I just saw the most wonderful movie and I have to tell you about the plot. It was so fascinating um, versus actually watching the movie or reading the book. You know, so the records are kind of that experience where you experience it for yourselves and they're a little bit more in depth. Um, but there are complete elements of that intuitive and picking up on energy and things coming through in terms of sensations and clairvoyant images and some of the things that might come through in a typical psychic reading. How did you discover that you could 
read the Akashic Records? Through serendipity, (laughs) which is how all best things are usually discovered. So it was kind of an interesting time in my life. I had been receiving readings for maybe a couple of years um, from a particular reader who doesn't offer them publicly. Um, I just happened to be fortunate enough to work with her and she wanted to practice her skills. And what happened with that is I really had come to see the value in them. And I was going through some pretty big life transitions at that time, um, really big phenomenal ones where I was needing the information from the records in a way that was a little bit different than when we just might be curious. I had a reason for receiving all these readings and she happened to be moving and she was not available to do readings for me anymore. And at the time, I had, I think, signed up and found some kind of Akashic website where I was reading a lot about them and really educating myself. And I just had this flash one evening of, I wonder if I could open my own records. You know, I've been receiving these for the last um, two to three years. I've certainly heard her open the records enough. I know what it is to be the recipient of it. What if I tried to do this? And I remember vividly sitting down one evening. And um, I was really freaked out because I had never seen myself as a records reader and didn't know what was going to happen. And um, kind of saying the prayer as I remembered that she said it and trying to do what I'd seen her do and really having a sense that something opened to me. And at the time, um, I had a couple images that came through and they were so out of left field that I really was like, that was not my imagination. Like, that's not where Beth Ann's brain would go if I thought I was opening the records and I really wasn't. Um, And what I discovered when I did that, though, is I didn't really know what questions to ask. So it was kind of this interesting experience because once I opened the records, I shut them very soon (laughs) after. It just felt so vast. Um, But within a few days of that, I really felt called to try and do a formal reading for myself. And this time I wrote the questions out I wanted to ask. I kept them very simple. Um, And I really like set the stage and lit candles and brought out crystals and, you know, did these things to really, not that I needed to do those things, but for me, they symbolized that I was stepping into this intention and this space of wanting to really access my records and truly receive that information. Um, And what came through that day was just so beautiful that after that, I shifted into slowly working with them for myself. And as I felt called, began to slowly give readings for other people and what was coming through felt so accurate for them and helpful. Um, It was one of those things where it scared me to do for a while. I think it's always very scary to step into a new gift and offer it to somebody else. But the benefits and the gifts of it were so lovely that I was like, I want more of this. So this was back in 2016. So it was about um, eight years ago or seven, eight years ago when that happened. As you're talking about that, like how this came about, your angels came in. And I heard them say, we removed your reader from your life so that you would realize you had this gift. Like you might Ah! not have, you might not have come to a place where you decided to try to read the Akashic records, or it might've been a lot longer before you did. Oh, thank you for that. It's true. I I don't think I would have, right? Isn't it necessity breeds invention? You know, (laughs) it was so true. Um, I, yeah, I was in need and I don't, 
Um, it's it's often sometimes what is staring us in the face that is kind of obvious once we figure it out, but until we figure it out, we can't see it. And it's like I'd worked with her for two or three years and it never once occurred to me I was meant to do that work and that she was acting as this vicarious mentor without a formal mentorship or anything like that. I was just learning through the experience. <laughs> Well, you know, you've had me thinking about it since we chatted once and and you brought up the fact that you said something like, I am, I'm surprised you don't see the Akashic Records because the angels are so involved in this. And and I've been thinking about that since then. And I'm kind of where you were, like, I, I want to try it for for maybe myself and clients, but I haven't done that yet. It's been a little hectic with life. But Let's talk about that. How how are angels involved in Akashic Records? They're very aware of each other. And one of the things that's my understanding about angels and the records is both of them, um, they travel so close to God. You know, these are immediate sources of creation that are so close to creator source. Um, and so close to the heart of God. And our angels are some of the keepers of our records. So often when we're going into the Akashic records, there's a very traditional prayer where um, some of the ones that have been taught a long time will say like masters, teachers, loved ones, and guides, you know, as somebody's praying to step into the Akashic records. But I've really found that our personal angels are some of the keepers of our records and help us access the records. And I actually... <laughs> open the topic on angels in the Akashic records right before we hopped on here and just kind of asked, you know, what is going to come up on this podcast and what might um, listeners want to know? What might we need to know about this? And what I saw was that both of them are such similar energetic vibrations. And they're both kept at such a high frequency crystalline vibration, the energy of angels and the energy of Akashic. So they feel very similar. And we can ask our angels if we are actively working with our personal angels, guardian angels, archangels, any of those, and the records feel a little foreign, but you're wanting to step into them, you can have a chat with your angels and say, I'd really like to help access the Akashic records and ask them to help you do that and kind of play around with it and ask them to help you feel the difference between their vibration and the records themselves. Um, but our angels often will retrieve information from our records to bring to us, which is how some of our intuitive information comes through. The other thing that I think is very interesting is the, I guess the energetic transfer of power that happens when we're working with the angels versus the Akashic records. With the Akashic records, we really do have to like open ourselves up. When we think about the chakras and think about kind of opening our crown chakra and the brow chakra and all of those things, there's a sense of going upwards whenever I'm going into the records. And certainly I feel that there's a little bit of a similarity with the angels, but the angels are also, you know, they're God's hand on the planet as well. And so I feel like there's more sometimes of a downward energy with them where they will come to us versus the records where we really need to go up to step into them and really be at that higher vibration to access them. And here we are. I'm talking about higher vibrations, raising your frequency all the time because it is the key 
to communicating with angels is the key to so many spiritual gifts and spiritual abilities. Uh, so now here it is with Akashic Records. And I have to ask you this, Bethann, since the angels are so involved with Akashic Records, would you say that the Akashic Records is like a celestial library? I think that we would understand it um, as a, a celestial library or very high vibrational beings who have very similar energies to the angels. When I've been in the records and I've really tried to feel into like, who are the keepers of the records? Who are the guardians? There's many, many, many of them. But the closest that I can come to the energy of that is seraphim energy. And feeling this very high vibration of seraphim type energy and the records. My microphone has just cut oh. out. So um, bear with me. I don't know. No problem. No, no, no. Fix it. Fix it. We can re-record that part if we need to. No problem. Go on ahead and fix it. I'm going to halt it for a minute. I think that's it. So my sense of the records is that they are kept by these very high vibrational beings. And I think the closest that we can come to recognizing them would be angelic, very high vibe angelic um, seraphim type angels is how I often feel. And I often experience them when I have a sense of the guardians or the keepers of the records. I'll see a lot of white light. Um, I will have a sense of shimmering and very crystalline energy. Um, and like I said, the closest that I've been able to come to it to put a name to it. And I think often with these very high vibrational energies, we are using the best language that we might have to describe something that we might not have the accurate word for. Um, but they feel very celestial, very seraphim-like, very high vibe, crystal light beings, um, very loving. And I think that is something when we talk about raising our vibration and how to tap into the frequencies of these things, the Akashic records are really kept at the vibration of love, of unconditional love. And so something that listeners might find helpful if they're looking to learn more about the records and work with them is when I was actively developing my skill set around it, um, I would spend time meditating on love. And really just meditating on how does love feel in my body? And the easiest way to do this is to think of a memory that elicits a sense of love in you. So for me at the time, it was this memory of like this sweet old dog that I had who since passed, but he just really represented um, that unconditional loyalty. And it was this beautiful day in Anchorage, Alaska, where we were in the sunshine in this rose garden. I was working on my art. The dog was there. I mean, if you know, we have these moments in time that feel like you just want to freeze it. Because in that moment, it's so joyful or so blissful. And so I would just tap into that memory. And what actually happens, this is kind of interesting because on a psychological and I guess we'll say like cellular level, we are teaching our nervous system. This is how unconditional love feels like in my body. This is how it feels to tap into this frequency. So it's a little bit like exercising an emotional muscle. And the more we practice that, it becomes easier to find that vibration if we're wanting to mindfully access the angels or our records or be able to get into those higher spiritual frequencies. 
So interesting. What what are some of the type of topics that will come through in an Akashic Records reading? A lot of individuals often want to know kind of the big question of like, what's my life purpose? Um, you know, that's definitely one that people will ask about soul purpose, life purpose, those kinds of things. Um, what am I here to do? I tend to get a lot of individuals who would identify as light workers and be very attracted to spirituality. And so they know they're here for twofold reason. Um, actually more than just twofold reason, kind of this multidimensional reason of a bigger spiritual purpose. And then how do they enact that purpose? on the planet and their work in their community. So I will get questions on that. Um, no question is too big or small for the Akashic though. So I will get questions sometimes if somebody's having a struggle or a challenge in their life, they will ask about, um, what's the energy around this struggle or challenge? Um, what was the purpose behind this? You know, that's something that sometimes we really wonder, especially if we've been through a hard season or we're struggling or we have a challenge. Many of us who are spiritually minded, we know there's usually a purpose or something we can learn from it or some kind of meaning or wisdom we can ascribe. So it makes meaning to us. So that's a question that I will get a lot of the time. Um, and sometimes I'll get questions with people trying to make hard decisions in their life. People will often come to a records reading because they're at a crossroads and they want to know how to best move forward on the journey at this time. You know, it sounds very similar to doing a psychic reading. And I had a feeling it would be that the same kind of things you could ask in a psychic reading, you could also ask in Akashic Records. Um, how do you feel as an Akashic Records reader about answering questions about other people other than the person that you're reading for? That's a great question. If we're coming at it from an angle of what does this person need to know about this relationship in order to help them move forward on the path, that is a question that is, I think, a fair question, and it's one that the records will give information on. But one of the things about the records, and I think this holds true in a psychic reading, is um, we can't access somebody else's records other than the person that we have permission from. So if they're wanting to know, um, we'll say they're in a partnership and they want to know about their partner and what's going on with them, they might be able to get some information about that, but they're not going to get the full records. And if they're asking for a reason, that's not from a good intention. If they are asking from a space of jealousy or revenge or anger or something like that, usually the records are not going to give them the information that they're wanting. Um, stepping into somebody's records without their permission is like walking through somebody's house and going through their drawers and, you know, looking in their journal, it's just not done. I've never tried to do it. Um, it's one of those ethical things that I think, you know, as a reader that there's just some things that aren't ethical, but the records will, and if somebody is not coming at it with a good intention, the records will not, they will either won't give information or they'll do a redirect of the question. I suspected that would be the case because when I'm doing a psychic reading, if I can't tell, if I'm not picking up that there's something not on the up and up, it'll just close. Like there's nothing. It'll be like a wall comes down and there's nothing available. So um, yeah, and I I'm with you on that whole thing. It's like going through somebody's house going, hey, I just want to kind of see what kind of stuff you got here. What's in this drawer? 
It's just, it's just, it's just not done. And whatever is received again, will be in the highest good I found. I think some of that too is the intention of the person, the psychic, the Akashic reader, the individual doing the reading. You know, I set an intention for this work long ago, you know, and I just put kind of put out this broadcast on, I guess, my spiritual network, if you want to call it that, and said, I'm only interested in working with light beings who are here to serve the Christ consciousness. And anything that I do is for moving forward the cause of love and the greater good and the highest good of the individual. And I'm not interested in information beyond that. So that's kind of my parameters as a reader of the records and any kind of channeling I do. So any information that comes through has to like stick with my boundaries, I guess, and stay within those parameters. We're running out of time. I just want to be sure to bring up the fact that Beth Ann has a fairly new podcast called Your Heart Magic. Do you want to talk about that briefly? Absolutely. Um, so I do have a podcast called Your Heart Magic, and it is a podcast that is on spirituality and psychology and well-being and very much the Akashic Records. And my whole philosophy behind your heart magic is that when we talk about being in these higher frequencies, the way that we access them is really through our heart. You know, our heart is the keeper and the holder of love. It is our spiritual doorway and our portal to connecting to spirit. Our heart is what informs us of what is authentic for us, what is right for us, what is unique in us, what is special in us. And so everything on the podcast is centered around this idea that the more we listen to our heart wisdom, the more we're rocking our heart magic. And we're really in that space of living in alignment with our truest self. So we do a weekly episode. And as I said, the Akashic Records, it is routine for me usually to access them, to ask them about the topic that we're talking about. Um, I feel like we all grow from the records wisdom. I've learned so much just doing this podcast and asking <laughs> the records, tell us about this. I want to know your perspective on some of these very human things that we're struggling with in our modern day world. Um, so it's been such a beautiful growth experience and so much fun to do. Well, I love your podcast. I'll say I listen to her podcast almost, I would say at least once a week because your show's weekly. So I stay on top of it. I was listening to the most recent one yesterday as I was getting ready for my sessions. And um, I do hear you saying like, I asked the Akashic Records about today's topic and here's what they had to say. Um, I don't want to forget to let people know that you're also an author. What are the titles of your books and where can they find them? They can find them. Amazon's probably the easiest place to access them. And I have several books out, but the ones that might feel most relevant to those listening to this would be um, Lamentations of the Sea, Transformations of the Sun, and Revelations of the Sky. And that is a trilogy, a memoir that really follows this journey of going through loss, um, opening the Akashic records. Like my spiritual journey is in there as well, moving to the island of Kauai and really learning to step into a more authentic heart-based path and really works with themes of how do we take life's challenges and use them in a way to become a higher expression of ourself. All you have to do is enter Dr. Beth Ann's name into Amazon and all her books will come up under it under books. And then the last thing, if somebody's interested in getting an Akashic Records reading with you, what's the best way to contact you? 
So the best way to contact me is on my website. Um, the records readings are, there's a link to it on the website. You can self-schedule. There's information about it. My email's on there if you have questions where you want to touch base before you get one. So the best way is to find me on my website, which is uh, drbethann.com. Uh, so that it's it's all there and like easy to follow links that take you to wherever you want to go. My books are also on there as well. Um, so that's probably the best resource. One stop shopping. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> we are actually going to be continuing this conversation over on my Patreon page, which is also called the Angel Room. So if you're interested in hearing about Dr. Beth Ann's angelic experiences, which are pretty phenomenal, join us over there. And in, I just want to let you know, next week's topic is amazing, real angel encounters. And a lot of these are stories that you, my listeners, have provided So, and given me permission to, to talk about on this particular episode. So if you're listening, watching, and you have an angel story, please email it to me. And that, show is, that email is in the show description. And uh, let me know you're okay. You do not have, I usually will not say your name unless you ask me to. It'd be anonymous, but I will be sharing these stories. So I look forward to that. And in the meantime, may your angels surround you. Angels protect you every moment, every day of your life. I'll see you next week. Arizona time for another enlightening episode.